of the Panhandle News Network. The views and opinions on this station do not necessarily represent the Panhandle News Network, WEPM and WCST, or West Virginia Radio Corporation. Here we go! Welcome to Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Panhandle Live is brought to you by Sutton and Janelle Attorneys at Law. Visit their new location at 224 West King Street, Martinsburg, and online at suttonandjanelle.com. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nicewarner and Marsha Kavalik. It is Thursday the 10th, and you're tuned into Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton & Janelle, a full-service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland, helping individuals, families, businesses with all of their legal needs, family law, criminal defense, DUI, personal injury, mediation. They provide legal counsel tailored to you. Visit Sutton & Janelle's new historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Ice Warner. Alongside me is Marsh Kavalik. Marsha, good morning. Present. Thank you for not calling calling me out. Like <clears throat> I just just flew in here. I know, I was looking at the door. I was like, well, where'd she there's, go? I was just no talking Martian. to her a second ago. Well, I had to go over and get my, my headphones. And then it's it's one of those things, like if you give a mouse a cookie, like the the diagram of my day. And I'm like, oh, there's Susan. I need to tell her that someone's physically coming in the building. <laughs> and then it became like, oh, yeah, I remember him. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Then I'm like, oh, I'm, there's somewhere I'm supposed to be. No, understood, understood. As long <laughs> as you're in here uh, by the time, I guess it's time to talk. I, yeah, That's I all was, that matters, right? I was absolutely <laughs> here. And I'm, I'm, I've got a pen, a designated pen today. I, ah. I understand I'm getting a reputation. I had one day I came in, I, I felt like I needed to, to confess to Rona. On 97.5, our sister station, I said, I just caught myself moving a pen from one place to the other. I said, I, you know, I don't, I'm not a thief. I don't, you know, take things away, but I find myself just, te- you know, putting it on mm-hmm. top of a stack of papers, moving it from one studio to another. So she told you the other day, yep, yep. Marsha is a pen mover. She did, because I went walking <laughs> in, I was, looking, I was looking for a highlighter, and there's a little uh, bowl right in front of, right in the middle of the table here uh, that used to have a ton of pens and a ton mm-hmm, of markers, ton right? of different uh, writing right? utensils. And right. then slowly uh, over the last couple of months, uh, mm-hmm. they've all been vanishing. And we've both found ourselves in here searching for a pen oh. at the last minute to not find one. <laughs> right. The other morning I went to, to write notes, because I'm always writing notes when we're interviewing, and I'm like, I, I got angry. I'm like, what, what the heck? Are the pens, and then I went over to the news studio, which is where I, you know, do my work, and they're all, they're all there. Yeah. Well, I remember, there. I remember bringing in a uh, nice <laughs> new set of Sharpie pens. I had about ten of them. I think I brought three in, and now I don't know where any of them are. Well, I have one designated <laughs> one. That one I didn't steal. But I, I will. To to be honest, I will. If I end up taking one out to the car, I will gather them up. You know, from the house, I'll bring extra ones just in case, mm-hmm. and I will return them because I feel really guilty about it. But I don't know what that compulsion is. I don't know. What well, it's that? one thing, I guess, if you are taking them and they're pretty much staying at work or staying like work related. But it's another thing if you take them and they you go back to your house and they leave them at the house, and then the, it usually happens like election night or somewhere mm-hmm. that I'm going, like court, where right. I'm covering, and I I just bring a pen from work, mm-hmm. and then it stays in the car for a while, and. Then, oh, Man, I yeah. gotta get that back where it belongs. I think it's one thing if you're uh, taking a pen and it's uh, just like a work-related pen mm-hmm. borrowing, but it's another thing if you take a pen and you're like, eh, nah, it's a nice pen, I'll keep it. Like there's been times where I've been to restaurants and gotten a receipt and they'll give it, that's the only reason I have those Sharpie pens. Mm-hmm. They give you the receipt and they give you the pen, you're using it, like, man, I could, 
I could take this pen, this right? nice pen, but I then of course you you're getting the side eye from the, mm-hmm. the waiter waitress. They need oh, that yeah. pen. Although during COVID, like our, our mechanic has started, um, he, they have like a, a tub of pens that have their, their, you know, label on it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, just take that. So, you know, advertising, but um, yeah, it's, I guess yeah, it's a compulsion. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll get better at I'll it. I'll have to start doing uh, what they do at like schools and different places where they have their pens that don't want people to take. So they'll tape like a big flower, some like a big bouquet. thing on it. Yeah. I'll come in and like every, <laughs> every pen will have a, We'll have a big bouquet on it. It's like an old gas station uh, outside bathroom mm-hmm. where you got to walk in and get oh, the key, the and strings. it's got like the big like <laughs> the traffic cone four. on it. <laughs> so they make sure you don't. You're not take getting it. this in the car today. <laughs> Goodness. Well, anyways, how was your day yesterday? It was. It was very busy. I left here, and um, we had a guest coming over, and so that, of course, I you know I always feel a little guilty that mm-hmm. I'm not home to like do things like I used to. So I was like, it was a flurry. Of cleaning, and Ooh. when you have a guest coming over, you you start to realize things like, oh, the dog smells funky, or where the dog sits smells funky. like a you fingerprint know, like somewhere. You like, start Ooh. to see stuff that you normally don't see. Yeah, and then it, it didn't help that in the middle of it, I talked to my husband on the phone. He was at work, and and he said, oh, you know, I've been sitting on that on the couch, the cover <laughs> of the couch. And he said, I have poison ivy, remember? So I ended up having to take the cover of the couch off and, oh, and wash it. Because we didn't want the, the guest, it was right. a visitor, a teenager, like getting poison ivy off her. Oof. So well, just... good thing I didn't come over. I'm so like allergic <laughs> oh, to poison are you? ivy. One of the store, family stories that always, always gets brought up about me to like make everybody laugh is uh, when I was a kid, I got poison ivy really, really bad. All up and down both my legs. It was up oh. my back. It was awful. And uh, my sister uh, was a good volleyball player, and her team ended up going to some tournament out in Utah, right? The Salt Lake City. So we went out to Salt Lake City. I got poison ivy all over me, but it really wasn't bothering me too much um, until the day we decided to go to visit the Great Salt Lake, which is like 130% salt out of the salt water content, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I yeah. wasn't thinking anything of it. I saw body water. I wanted to go out in it. So I go full sprint out of this water, and I got just about knee deep to where the salt water was splashing all over my poison ivy, and you would have thought that I'd have gotten, I don't know, somebody hit me in the face, mm-hmm. or somebody shot me with something, because I started screaming. Oh, but, I don't blame you. But that poison ivy was gone within like six hours. Oh. Gone. By the time we got back on the plane to come home, I had zero poison ivy. And so I think you, we were out there for like four days. So you should have just immersed your entire self in it. Oh, no way. No way. It's okay. like they were, it's like somebody cut all the poison ivy open and just pour chlorine down. Oh, my gosh. But it worked. So, what are you going to do? Okay. I guess either way. I don't know how we got Life that. Life hacks with Jordan. <laughs> yeah, if you got poison ivy, just uh, find you a, a salt bed. Oh, just <laughs> just go into your bathroom and take like 400 pounds of salt and dump it into your bathtub, and uh, you can do it that way. Warn the neighbors there may be some screaming. <laughs> oh, gosh, that was awful. That was awful. Awful experience, but uh, it ended up working. Hey, speaking of letting people know about things, um, I saw this. I'd seen information about it regionally, but I, I noticed uh, Frederick County's Sheriff's Office in Virginia announced um, that they're they're part of an I-81 enforcement period, and it may go through the summer. Uh, I know I saw on social media somewhere in the panhandle, they were saying, oh, yeah, we, they saw some um, extra vehicles gearing up to go do patrols. And the focus, there are, there are two uh, aims. One is uh, looking at commercial vehicles on I-81, commercial traffic, um, 
and in the release from the Frederick County Sheriff's Office, they said ID one is one of the heavily most heavily traveled corridors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess this is the latest data they have between 2018 and 2020. There were more than 3,200 collisions on I-81 involving commercial motor vehicles uh, in the states of New York, Pennsylvania, Maryland, Virginia, and West Virginia. Just everything on the I-81. And we're not surprised. No, that's that's been public knowledge forever. But I mean that that amounts to essentially um, a thousand, a little more than a thousand collisions a year on average. And I feel like people drive even faster now that the construction's been going on for so long because everybody knows. Well, I'm gonna probably hit traffic here. I don't have any traffic right now. Yeah, I might as well skip through it. Yeah, before it happens, and then then you get into these lanes where it's two lanes, but you have no room, and then people are getting into accidents. So be forewarned: multiple agencies will be joining together along the interstate. In the months of June, July, and August, they'll look for aggressive driving, improper, unsafe lane changes, and and all of the things that you know, uh, commercial vehicles too. They're they're looking at passenger vehicles also, but commercial vehicles as violations. So you're on 81 every day. Uh, I try to avoid it. I was going to say, but how often are you seeing aggressive driving, improper, unsafe lane changes, uh, people following too closely, and reckless driving? It depends on the time of day. Like on my way to work, there's not a lot of nonsense going on. But that's also what, like one o'clock in the morning. It's really early in the morning. (laughs) But when I when I leave here, if I happen to, and I usually try to avoid it, but if I happen to get on I-81, like out out of the station or at at exit 12. it it almost happens immediately. Oh yeah, someone is just just barreling down, at, almost in time to hit that um, the the um, the traffic device that mm-hmm. it tells you yep. know what your, yep. what your yep. miles per hour are. But um, I'm like, why are you, are you trying to impress someone with how fast you're going? It's so. And bad. then they want to like change lanes and yeah, and there's no room for it. No, and then you got all the trucks, which you're on. You're on these two small lanes, as everybody around here probably in the listening area probably knows fairly well. Then uh, you got these trucks that take up. 110 percent of the lane mm-hmm. so then you can't do anything and then it's just chain reaction all the way down till you get what middle pa right i've i've taken to telling my kids if they're in the area if you're going to get on i-81 check traffic stuff before you do so i left yesterday to go uh take care of some wedding stuff for a buddy of mine and uh thankfully i was going north on 81 and not south and that was around noonish, and it was gridlock that mm-hmm. what day is it not a parking lot <sighs> at some point so yeah i'll be and, interested to see once this construction is done in year 3015 mm-hmm. uh to see how much nicer it is it's kind of frustrating because you can see the lanes you can see the lanes are there it looks like it's ready yeah they has got to move the divider once they uh opened up what's that northbound on 81 up there right before mm-hmm. you get to the river it's so nice now right now you don't have to make that weird lane change and you got the what's the big Jer- or jersey walls is mm-hmm. that what they're called yep. the big jersey barrier there and people weren't realizing he had to change lanes they were just going straight into the other lane without knowing it uh, right yeah and, the, and it doesn't help if you can't really see the lanes you know the, the marks so, oh, yeah. goodness anyway so be forewarned they are out in force uh during the summer months on id1 in particular they're i get i guess they're trying to bring that that 1,000 plus collision rate down. That's a lot. That's scary. Scary yeah. to think of that, especially with how often everybody uses uh, I-81 around here. I mean, it's our main... Artery. Yeah, artery. Yeah. Thoroughfare, if you will. Goodness. Well, uh, stick around. We'll have more here on Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. It's Panhandle Live, part of the Panhandle story for 75 years with hosts Jordan Warner and Marsha Kavalik. <laughs> Thank you.
Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton & Janelle, a full-service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland. You can visit our new historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Icewarner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. And this weekend, there's a bunch of, uh, there's a ton of events going on this weekend, mm-hmm. but one uh, that we have been really interested right. in, and we've talked to uh, Phil Fravel about it, and you can listen to that back over on our Panhandle Live Facebook page, is down at the American Military Heritage Museum. It's Experience American Military History in Action. It's from 9 a.m. to 5, rain or shine, free admission, coming up on the 12th, and it's down in Stephen City, Virginia. And Marsha, you've... Uh, been to this right i love going to this one yeah so what's so, it like inside when you walk in because i'm okay, i've never so, been in i see the outside because it kind of looks like a nonchalant brick building except for the tanks and stuff out front of it so last year when i was there uh because the the big world war ii weekend in reading had to be canceled a lot of people kind of tried to find wherever they could and and so there were some static displays that usually aren't there last year and people milling around it so they they had a decent amount of folks so there are a lot of displays, so it can feel a little crowded. Oh, yeah. But is the, it a big building? It doesn't no. look like it's necessarily mm-hmm. the biggest. So, and part of it is actually an open area in the back where they're, while while you're milling around looking at the displays, they're having lunch for the veterans. Oh, really? Yeah. That's neat. So so um, I know Phil had mentioned that they make a real big point to try to get as many World War II veterans. And he said, by the way, during our interview, there were 99 women mm-hmm. from Berkeley County who served during World War II. And he's very curious if any of those are still around and right. want to come. But he'll be holding many reunions um, and, and picture opportunities for veterans from the Korean conflict, of course, um, Vietnam, and, and of course, uh, anyone from World War II who wants to come. It's it's a really um, good way to spend an afternoon. I oh, yeah. brought at least two of my kids down there and my husband. And um, to me, it's just, it's fascinating. And you talk to people, you in, inevitably, you're going to run into a hero. Oh, absolutely. And it's just down the road in Stephen City, Virginia. Again, it's on June 12th, at 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., rain or shine, free admission. They're going to have reenactors, living history displays, again, meeting World War II veterans. That'll be at 1030 until noon. Uh, all kinds of World War II equipment, military vehicles, uh, everything you could really think of is uh, down there at the American Military Heritage Museum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's just really, even if you're not really a huge fan of a particular conflict, and and I, I have to say, I'm fascinated by it not because i'm a warmonger but the the reaction that you know everyone kind of working together that greatest generation Mm -hmm. thing stepping up serving saving the world well even if you uh, didn't have any you know people in your family that were in the military or served it yourself uh, this is still our history all Mm -hmm. you know in one so it's cool to go down and see some of that stuff especially now that it's getting to uh, a time where we don't really have very many or hardly at all you know especially Mm -hmm. world war ii uh you know veterans around so getting a chance to see a couple of them yeah getting a chance to see some of the a couple of them is uh really cool but coming up here after the break wepm and wcst the panhandle news network Welcome back to Panhandle Live. Here are your hosts, Jordan Warner and Marsha Kabalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton & Janelle, a full-service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland. You can visit their new historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Warner. Alongside me is Marsh Kabalik. And in studio, we have Travis Bishop of Mountaineer Meat Smokers and Steve Hummer, Sr., a founder of Vet to Vet, a peer counsel or a peer recovery specialist. How y'all doing this morning? 
Fine. You're doing fantastic. How are you? Good. I saw a little face you made there. Hopefully, I didn't say anything too wrong. I, um, I'm not the founder. There's a guy in New York. Oh, okay. Actually founded the first vet to vet program. That's my had mistake. a VA hospital. Uh, I got you. Travis, did you give me the wrong notes? Uh, but that's I okay. did. All right, hold on. I'm scratching that out of my. Uh, they call him Mo. <laughs> Mo. Mo. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, Mo is uh, the founder. Well, anyways, well, appreciate y'all coming in. Understanding. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> okay. been doing it for 20 years. Oh so. my gosh. Well, practically, you know, yeah. part of the founding group. 20 years here. So founding founding member. That's right. So founding we know member. June is National Post Traumatic Stress Disorder Awareness Month. I don't think it gets enough uh, attention. And uh, first of all, thank you both for your service. I'm happy to have veterans here in the studio with us and talk to us a little bit about what the uh, Vet to Vet program offers. Well, the Vet to Vet program is is a not only the biggest thing we're doing right now is it's getting vets out of the house, off the street. Um, into a place where they can they can uh, have jocularity or or in, in act act with each other interact the camaraderie ship. and mm-hmm. and in the public mm-hmm. and uh, thanks to Prabus we're doing that uh, a year and a half ago I had over thirty five vets in a triple wide trailer next to the Hope Center at the VA and uh, they walked in when the COVID thing hit and said you boys are on the street you're out of here. And that was it. No plan for anything. Hmm. So no, a couple they didn't of months, have a, no, an alternative. No, no alternative. Mm-hmm. They they tried to do a phone tree and that fell through. And then they then they wanted to do. Have you ever? No, I want to say, they they did try to do the the video conferencing thing, and you might right. get three people on before it failed. Right. And and have you ever, have you ever talked to somebody in in, uh, in person and you'd see their face? That's what therapy is about. Mm-hmm. In a group. Um, when you, when you, uh, talk to somebody on the telephone or over the computer first, most of the old vets don't have computers, right? They're not computer savvy. Some of the, I mean, you still carry are. a flip phone. I still, yeah. Absolutely. Why are you calling him out like that, Travis? <laughs> Cause he's my friend. <laughs> he's, beating up me. he's beating me up all the time. You know, that's the way it goes. Uh, I don't, I don't see that well. I don't hear that well. And I don't like to text. So if I'm going to do anything, it's going to be on the computer so I can be relaxed and do it. But nonetheless, the a uh, few months went by and the guys were calling me saying because I did the groups even though we had a a keeper uh, who worked for the VA and she put in the paperwork saying we were there and how good we were or were not uh, that's their job uh, I did the groups and uh, the cognitive recovery uh, program there is a cognitive recovery program there are two programs there's there's, there's the Medical program, there's the recovery or a therapy program. I'm the therapy guy. I'm the guy that talks. Mm-hmm. My card says, as you got it, says, mm-hmm. you got a minute, let's talk. People say, is there nobody you don't know in this world? I said, no, there's just people that I haven't spoken with yet. Right. right. Okay. I mean, right. that's just the way I am. There's no strangers. Right. I don't know where I got it, but I got it. I'm infected. I, and it affects, it infects other people. Yeah, my, I think my, Travis my, has my it wife too. says it's quite contagious. <laughs> we'll go on a trip somewhere across country and we'll stop for 15 minutes to get something to eat. And she goes to the bathroom, comes out, and the whole wait staff is telling me their whole story, life story. Hey, that's a know? gift. It is. That's a gift. It really is. She said, turn your sign off so we can go where we're <laughs> What sign? But anyway. It's just me. I you know, I have I I think I'm asleep. I'm I'm still talking to people. But anyway. The vet to vet program. Let me get back. I digress. Is to get the vet information to the veterans, to get them to talk to somebody, to get them the help they need. 
Uh, I'll leave you with one of the vet-to-vet programs here that explains what uh, what we do. But um, the biggest thing is we help each other because we've not had help before. Yeah, and I think that's important because uh, it's one thing to talk to somebody that, you know, understands what's going on or at least can sympathize with what's going on but it's another thing to talk to somebody that's been there been in the you know you, trenches with you you hit the you hit the, uh, the direct you hit the nail on the head you can uh, I've been to college obviously mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. I've studied mental health I have a degree right in, in counseling the biggest thing that 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 I was taught by the the lady that was my mentor at the VA was uh it's what you know and what you've experienced that that brings out the trust. Right. Everybody has a story, but they're not going to tell that story to just anybody. Right. And right. somewhere in that story or those stories is their aha moment or mm-hmm. their problem moment. Now, I've done – I specialize in, in – I've always tried to specialize in something. <laughs> not missing a meal or whatever, but no. – <laughs> <laughs> um, Goals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, trauma. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I've had enough of that. Uh, I've experienced it, but, uh, being a trauma specialist, which I think to think I am, I don't know how special I am, but I do I understand trauma. I know how to deal with it. And if, if you're high on drugs or not high on drugs, if you're just taking a drug and it, it's affecting your, Abilities. your thought pattern, your ability to, to con, you know, to, to, uh, carry a good thought right. or, or to feel anything, then you can't get in recovery. Mm-hmm. And the type of recovery we're doing, or I have been doing, is to let them tell their story to someone they trust. But you got to build a trust. You don't get that over a phone. You were mm-hmm. talking about calling in and talking to somebody. Well, it's like calling Jake at 3 in the morning and try to find out what kind of shirt he's wearing or if he's got mm-hmm. pants on or whatever. You know, right. State Farm. I don't mean to give them a – Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm talking <laughs> about. Okay. Um, and it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You, you lose the whole therapy thing. Right, and if you're on drugs, you can't. You can't. Theirs or yours. You cannot get. The, you have to be able to feel in order for the for the therapy to do you any good. If I might interject, yes, um, please. I would like to say this. <clears throat> There's many, many times over the past year and a half that they don't even know that I'm just standing behind the wall listening. Yeah, and I don't hear anything that is not positive. These guys, it's it's a natural ability to. Um, to degress, if you will, from the issues. Mm-hmm. They're among their people. Right. They're all from the same cloth. Right. And it's la- I hear laughter. I hear joking, plugging. Mm-hmm. I hear therapy. Right. And it's something that you won't get from like a therapist. You're only going to no. get that from your no, you know, brothers isolated, in arms, if you will. That's an isolated meeting. Right. Because you have no trust with that person. And well, they have no knowledge might, of what you're talking about. Right. You don't have a clue right. of what you've been through. So, and if you ever have one that tells you... Oh, I understand. You run the hell away from me. Right. So let's fill in the blanks a little bit for yeah, our listeners. You, you mentioned that at the beginning of the pandemic, you guys lost your spot mm-hmm. uh, at, on the VA property because you can't really social distance. But uh, you did find a place. Travis made made right. this he available. Gave, gave, us a, gave us a place to meet. So, of course, he, Travis, you've got your business. Talk about that and, and where it is and where these meetings have been happening. Well, we he, he called me out of the blue, and I, I didn't know him. He he said, I heard you are a vet-friendly business, and uh, you have a place that we could possibly meet. And I said, well, absolutely. I said, <laughs> he told me the story of what happened, and I said, well, when do you want to start? Um, and ever since then, it's been nothing but growing. I'll be very honest. It's it's really neat to see how 
you know, you, your, your your opportunity here is is gone, mm-hmm. and it's going to be gone for a while. And I'm sure those guys were like, man, I, I'm, I'm going to miss that. Oh, without a doubt. So to be a part of that is is really big for me. It's big um, because I get to help be part of that therapy mm-hmm. that these guys absolutely need. And I mean – He's I'll, getting as much as he's giving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he needs therapy. So they're they're meeting. <laughs> yeah. They're meeting at Mountaineer Meat Smokers every week. Uh, every Wednesday from eleven to one. These guys are vets. They show up an hour early. Oh yeah, you know, on times late, early's on time, you right? Know, and 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 I'll be very honest. There's, there's every they branch. No every leave, every <laughs> branch is represented. Even the Coasties, we give them Mail some credit. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, being yeah. We don't, We're not throwing shade at anyone. <laughs> I, I do. It's what I do. Um, <laughs> we don't just have combat trauma. We have sexual trauma, male and female. And I've been doing that for, for mm-hmm. an equal number of time too. And it was it's tough, but you have to, somebody has to do it. Yeah, and we you have, have to feel. Yeah, especially females. They have to, and a male is even worse than female. They have to build a trust before they can talk about it. That's right, and they do. And we have that. We have female. We have male. We have all you know races, colors. Everything is is all there. Is it's all, it, it's awesome. What race? <laughs> but that's so important it, it for is. people, man, to have because that outlet. It's open. You know, it's open yeah. to everyone. We all see the same. Color. We just posted purple. Right. Correct. But I don't want anybody to feel alienated. This is an open group for everyone. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, and what's really neat is the post that we put up the other day, having America's Finest here. There's a young vet that goes, I, I would like to join that. Is, can I come? And he says he's young. He's 38. Well, he's young. He's twice as old as I was when <laughs> I got out of service. Do you see what I mean, though? <laughs> yeah. This is, it's like, am I allowed to come to that group? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be intimidating. I feel like it, 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 it's probably not the best you comparison. you intimidated with me sitting here? Oh, I mean, not necessarily. I'm even worse when I'm out in the street. <laughs> not necessarily. Out, you know? No, but I feel like it would kind of be a situation like you're a new kid at school, right? You just came into a new school. You're going to lunch, sure. right? You got to figure figure out where to sit at the lunch table. And it's a, it's intimidating to walk can, up to people. And, and most of these folks that come on Wednesdays, because it is 11 to 1, they're mostly Vietnam vets. Right. In that era, that time frame. Right. So, who but has more? Who has more uh, problems than the Vietnam vets? Who would, Who were spit on more than the Vietnam vets? Who were mistreated more than the Vietnam vets have been. Mm-hmm. And that's part of that therapy. Um, right. But what's beautiful is that they found our place, and we are we are blessed and honored to host them every Wednesday. You know, I love the crusty, I call them crusty bastards, the Marines. He comes in with his original metal <laughs> coffee cup oh, from wow. the field and oh, gets yeah. his coffee every week. Wow. Was I love it. You know, he, you know that he's had that cup for about three weeks, but that's okay. <laughs> but, he brought, but he brought that. Oh, he did not. <laughs> I love it. It's just, it's in, again, it's, I get up every Wednesday and I have this glow that mm-hmm. I just can't wait to come. That's awesome. And your staff. And hang out. With your staff right. is just crazy about us. They can, you know, they, they light up when we roll in and they can't we, do anymore. We do. Yeah. We have, staff, we have staff meetings and I said, don't forget Wednesdays. Oh yeah. I don't think there's any danger. I know. I know. But remember, put your game face on, be, yeah. be on point. Oh yeah. And where is uh mountain meat smokers located? Um, it's in the Berkeley Plaza, Perfect. Um, 45 Monroe Street. Awesome. Yeah. Well, it's it's so impressive. As somebody, I was about to give you the address from I know. <laughs> Say, as somebody that, that, that doesn't have any military experience but has some military members in the family, uh, I can somewhat associate with you know sure. the struggles and tribulations, but uh, I could never get to the level a, that a group of guys could get to. As a customer, it's it, and what's really cool, too, i got to add this, is the um, – the Coast Guard folks come over in uniform. Mm-hmm. The base folks come over in uniform, and they're all. It's really neat to see the past and the present. Right. It's and they really, interact. 
and they interact all the time. All and the we time. and you know we say attention on deck. You know, <laughs> here they come. They get crap from us all the time. Yeah, and of course they give it back now that they of know course. us. We like of course, we like it. That's, um, that's part of it. That's, yeah. that's but the, as a as a as a walk in customer, to be able to sit among this group and listen. Oh, it'd be impressive. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah. So we're, we're allowed to come come while that's happening? And absolutely. Yeah. We open at 11. Get a Sammy? Yes. A little, yeah. Tell you what, it would, tell you it would be a little. Really it probably would be a little bit of a shock to walk in there not knowing what's going on on Wednesday and they, see all these military people being like, whoa. What's going on? There's a big through? sign that says vet to vet outside. Oh, yeah. well, then that would change it. That would change it then. So it's on you if you don't read it. Yeah, that's true. That's right. So it's a. There's something's going on. Here's something I want to throw out really quick, too. Is a few weeks ago I did some uh, alligator from Louisiana. Did two oh, yeah. six foot alligators. Ooh, nice. Check this out. This is really cool. I made it. It was all about because of Memorial Weekend coming right. up, or whatever. And I want to do it early, um, and I wanted to host these guys. So I said it's going to be free free meal for uh, anybody in uniform. Um, if you're off duty, you get ten percent off, or uh, you get a ten dollar meal. So what was cool is three people locally in the community, three small business owners, and I'm not going to name them. They don't want to be named. Right. They came in and totally do- donated three hundred seventy five dollars. To wow. pay for 37 meals. Wow. That's awesome. That's all. That is really And we awesome. just literally, yesterday, um, another $20 came in from Hope. I'll, yeah. name, I'll name her. She's part of the group. She's a vet. Uh, she donated 20 bucks. She's also so, a veteran. That's what I said. She's yeah. a vet. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are down to like $28 in that little fund yeah. for the vets. So huh. and it's it's to pay it forward. We're thankful for these folks that, you know, of course, served our country. And there are other vets that are given to the to the to the cause. Mm-hmm. Right, it's really keeps cool. it going. It does. And I got word uh, yesterday unofficially <clears throat> that uh, the the VA is going to start their in house program. Um, probably by the end of the month. They want to be middle of the month, but I know how slow they are. So they take veterans in and they do fifteen at a time, I think, and, and then they build on it to, to get them drug free and cleaned up and whatever home homeless go in through programs. So I'm, I'm hoping there was, they were coming through my groups uh, if they chose to, it's an elective thing. And I did have some younger vets in and some older guys that were in. So did you notice any uh, increase decrease in any, in uh, the turnout for these kind of things once the pandemic started uh, and people, you know, or did you notice people coming out more because uh, they were a little bit more isolated yeah, because of more, the pandemic? There have been a lot more people needed help. I mean, the, uh, with the with the problems in, Char- in, in Charleston, isn't it? Where they the Clark's, nurse, Clarksburg. Mm, oh yeah, that's pitiful. And then we've the, seen increase we in lost, the group. Uh, they, we have. They lost one of theirs by suicide down here. Yeah. Uh, a few weeks ago, a month ago, two months ago, right in the parking lot. But we've seen increase. Um, yeah. Since the folks, the guys and gals started coming mm-hmm. um, a year and a half ago. Well, when I first started this thing twenty years ago in the Dom, mm-hmm. the the old uh, director of mental health at at uh, at Martinsburg. Jack Winfrey, nice guy, long-time long resident up here mm-hmm. at uh, Inwood. Uh, and his wife is also a psychologist, great people. Um, Jack's, I went to Jack, two other vets said, we need an outpatient program, would you talk? And we'll go talk with you to him. I said, okay. So we, the three vets, we went up to Jack's office and because I knew he had made friends with him. And uh, he said, yeah. Good. We'll start. You just go over to the Dom and we'll say, you know, we're going to have an outpatient program. Well, it started with three. Right. And in three months, maybe four, we had over 100. And the director of the hospital then, Ms. Brown, was lost her mind. So <laughs> I had a running battle with her until 
the Mr. Cook came along, and he was one of the best guys in the world. He was the director. Right. I miss him greatly. He went to Orlando, went to Florida, right? yeah. Yeah. Florida. Yeah, he's a little warmer weather. Guy. Tim, no one can Tim blame him for that. Friends, yeah. yeah, not too bad of a place to go. He would come to my groups quite often. So anyway. let's talk a little bit about how folks can uh, get more information about your program, and of course, um, sure. any any time they can they can they come can out to Mountaineer up. meet it's, smokers. Uh, but on Wednesdays, it's a special day. Right. It is Wednesday. That's that's the only time I do it now. I used to have two groups. I had I used to do the group here at the hospital for the hospital vets, and then I used to do the one at in uh, Winchester for the for the vet center down there for the for their Seabock. C- uh, in fact, I started the group down there. Didn't have anybody. So if folks need more information, how can they find that out? Yeah, Facebook page, websites. Um, you know, Facebook if, page, probably. Yeah. 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 I'm sure Steve the, has no problem giving out either his one of for us. that. Yeah, that's yeah, right. I'm sure he can. He can Check yeah. out Mountaineer Meat Smokers. Yeah, well, yeah that's 11 the best to thing. 1 or call in. Uh, uh, call or the you all. can give them. That's my cell phone number. I don't know. But, okay, uh, well, we won't say yeah, that. Okay. You know, Perfect. Yeah. On, <laughs> on, the, on the counter in our store, we always have <clears throat> the um, the vet suicide hotline. Yeah. The little cards, always. They're always there. So. There's always someone to call, but Steve, myself, if, you know, I'm I'm always part of that network. I want to network that. If anybody needs to talk or reach somebody, we'll we'll get somebody for and you. And that's so important because I is. mean, especially in this day and age, I feel like everybody's kind of gotten a little bit of that feeling of isolation and separating yep. from different well, people, and having so having an outlet to go have somebody to talk to that understands is so being important. Being a veteran that's that has PTSD, mm-hmm. being a a police officer, a first responder, without a CIT group. To back you up to you you're you're alone out there oh and yeah that stuff i mean we're talking about veterans let's talk about your first responders how, how right. many of you have ever been on an ambulance call ever been around one mm-hmm. uh, you do 30 or 40 of those in a week how do you think that's going to affect you yeah yeah seeing all kinds of different you get a knot in your stomach every time the fire <laughs> whistle goes <laughs> off the call how, what, what are you going to run into yeah. we've been speaking with travis bishop of mountaineer of mountaineer meat smokers and steve hummer uh founder or not one i'll say one of the area founding Early, members yep. of uh, vet to vet a peer recovery specialist thank you guys for coming in what you thank guys you. are doing is so important especially for this area with how many uh you know service members are around here it's very important absolutely so thank, appreciate you thank you guys for coming in we'll talk again soon and we'll be ha- we'll have more here on panhandle live on wpm and wcst the panhandle news network Welcome back to Panhandle Live. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nicewarner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by... Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, a full-service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland. You can visit their new historic location at 224 West King Street in downtown Martinsburg. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Icewarner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. If you missed us before the break, uh, you missed Travis Bishop of Mountaineer Meat Smokers and Steve Hummer from Vet to Vet, a peer recovery specialist. Uh, They are doing some tremendous work in our area with uh, veterans and uh, giving them, you know, an outlet to talk which also, is very important travis makes a good brisket i'm just gonna i was uh, very interested in that alligator he was talking about he was smoking the he other can day. keep his alligator but i like his brisket Ooh, <laughs> i love a little alligator from time little alligator strips catfish strips i've mm, had mm, that mm. stuff and uh, to me it all just tastes like chicken so that's true well, that's a Whatever. good thing that's a good thing but uh, we do have our next guest on the line it uh is john the gentleman from johnson johnson heating and air but we do have a uh, i guess a, a, special a change in the guest. lineup yeah it's, a change in the lineup. Uh, it's caleb it's dale and caleb how y'all doing this morning we're doing great 
great. We're doing awesome. Kale is Jason's son. He's taking over for him today. Nice. Well, uh, no thank pressure. You, thank you for being uh, flexible. We always want to give our veterans a, a, a good interview oh, and absolutely appreciate yeah, no you problem. guys um, being being patient with us. So, Caleb, tell us about yourself. Oh yeah. So I'm just kind of filling in for for Dad right now, but uh, we I'm currently working with our social media uh, team here at Johnson Johnson, and and we're kind of working through some, some interesting projects with the Humane Society and, and uh, just some other things that, that we're trying to get the word out on. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we're, we're, we're making some progress with it. Now, so you're what? the one with the cute dogs. <laughs> that, those are yeah, the pictures. Yeah. And yeah. I was also going to say, uh, go figure that somebody's uh, one of the guy's sons is doing the social media work. <laughs> exactly. That, that makes a little bit more sense. But I tell, hope you're getting paid. <laughs> yeah. But, Caleb, tell us a little bit about uh, the work you guys are doing with the Humane Society because we keep up on your guys' Facebook Facebook page uh, from time to time, and we see those cute dogs and uh, different animals you have up there. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a really cool uh, cool project that we're working on, and uh, basically uh, every week we uh, go, I go over and I meet one of the dogs, and they send us over a picture of it, and we're able to post it on our Facebook and Instagram, um, and it's something that we can boost out and 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 we can reach the local community. Um, it's something that uh, is is gaining a lot of traction. Uh, I, I would say like usually we. We average, you know, around uh, 10 people getting involved with our posts. But with these, we're getting uh, in almost 200, 100 to 200. Wow. Um, Goodness. So, yeah, it's, it's something really exciting. And, and people uh, really seem to be reaching out and, and getting involved. We're looking at the pictures right now. There are some cuties <laughs> up on there right now. My goodness, some cute little puppies. Yeah, yeah. So so the, uh, the pet of the week this week is Blanca. Uh, she's 10 months old, so kind of a puppy. Uh, and... She, they say she's great with cats and dogs, um, but they would prefer, you know, she has a home with uh, not small children. I think she's kind of hyper. Right. Um, but, yeah, she's, she's a cute dog, uh, a pit bull mix, it looks like. Uh, but, yeah, if, if you're uh, interested, I really encourage people to go down and, and definitely make a visit uh, to the Humane Society. You're going to have to grow into those ears. Say, Marsha is uh, showing me a picture of him right now. And my goodness, or her, that's a gorgeous dog. Man, My that goodness! Came in this office, it would never leave. I can tell you that right now. Oh yeah, well I don't blame you. Say, don't bring <laughs> that thing near me either. I might not give it back. <laughs> so we're getting into uh, some pretty hot days. We've had some very hot weeks here the last couple of weeks, and I've been personally having a problem of being way too hot when I go to sleep. Now, is that? A situation that can be helped by just proper use of my, you know, central air unit, or is that just me, my body temperature being way too high to try and fall asleep? Well, we're just we're, we're our bodies are getting acclimated to the heat right now, so that's that's part of the the issue is that we're just not used to it. But the other thing is is that your air conditioning may not be working as well as it should, mm-hmm. and the best thing to do is make sure that it's serviced. Right. Um, one of the things you could do on your own is just to make sure your filter is replaced regularly especially when the system is running more often. It gets dirty quicker, and once it gets dirty, it will actually facilitate the airflow and not give you as good cooling. So it's good just to make sure you replace your filters regularly, and then if that doesn't work, call us directly at jandjcomfort.com, and we'll send one of our quality service guys out there to see what's going on with it. I'm sure you'll want to get on the calendar soon, too, because I bet you guys are getting – a lot of emergency calls where people, you know, it's too hot and their AC is broken down, and now they need immediate help. We are, and we're and we're swamped, but we got we got the crews and the, and the availability to help people out. So we try to get to you the same day, if not the next day, if possible. But it's it's tough because we're getting so many calls. But we have great service guys, and they're out there from seven o'clock in the morning, and some of them are out there on nine, ten o'clock at night helping people out. So wow. um, we do our best to get to everybody. 
So please be patient, but if you do have a service call and you're in, in need of it, we do have availability to help you. So please don't hesitate to call. So Caleb, I noticed on your social media, the Feel the Love campaign is back. <laughs> yes, yep. Yeah, this uh, this is something that uh, we're, we're excited to start accepting nominations for. Um, and uh, what Feel the Love is, is it's something that Lennox and we partner with Lennox. So Johnson Johnson partners with Lennox to give a free installation to somebody in the community. Um, and this is something that is, is uh, we nominate based on what people send us. So if you have somebody in mind, uh, an upstanding individual in the community or somebody that you think is deserving of it, uh, you can go ahead and send it over to us. Um, a great way is to do, do it through our website. And uh, if you go to About Us, you'll see the Feel the Love program, and there's a button on the page. Uh, or you can just uh, get in contact with me through our Facebook page. Um, you can a post, one of our posts for Feel the Love actually has a uh, send a message uh, button on it. And uh, you can get into contact with me that way. And uh, I, I'd love to, to get as many nominations as possible, and, uh, and somebody will, will uh, uh, get, get chosen. Awesome. Now, unfortunately, guys, we only have about a minute and a half left. Uh, one more time for people that are just now maybe tuning in, uh, can, and they're looking to maybe get some service done on their air conditioning or some units uh, put in. Can you give them uh, your contact information where they can see maybe if you've got some deals going on? Yeah, the best way to get in touch with us is at our, our website at jandjcomfort.com. Again, that's jandjcomfort.com, and it'll have all the information, and if you need a service call, you can schedule it right then and there. Perfect. Well, I know one thing at this time of year, it's got to be about uh, minus 10 in my house for me to go to sleep and then uh, around maybe four degrees for me to be walking around. Uh, I'm with you. Absolutely. Well, thanks again, guys, for calling in. Uh, Caleb, good job. I don't know if this was your first uh, radio interview, but my goodness, it sounded like it was Knocked your... Knocked it out of the park. Yeah, it sounded like your, your 100th interview. So good job. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank awesome, y'all. Have care. a good one. Yep, take care. That was Dale and Caleb from Johnson & Johnson Heating and Air talking uh, all things, well, cute animals, oh, too. Oh, yeah. My I'm, goodness. I'm still so looking we, at the cuties. <laughs> we've been sitting here looking at uh, on their Facebook page at some of the animals they have up there uh, that definitely are cute. And, man, not to, like, kind of put us on a downer here at the end, I keep seeing uh, pictures and videos coming from those dogs and mm -hmm. cats that were found in, up in Hancock in that house. Heart-wrenching. If you're listening to our news uh, product today, you'll notice that they are more than were previously reported. There were at least 91 dogs. So they, um, they're they looking for donations to help process these animals. Uh, they're not up for adoption yet. I, I don't know if an announcement will come out in the coming weeks about that, but yeah. And then if you're looking for a new pet, I'm sure uh, there's going to be a bunch up for adoption here soon. So right. keep an eye on that as well. But uh, that'll do it for Panhandle Live. If you've uh, missed any of the show today, make sure you're going back and listening to it over on our Facebook page. Of course, it was a little bit of us just kind of chit-chatting for a while. But then we had uh, Travis Bishop of Mountaineer Meat Smokers and Steve Hummer Sr. Uh, from the Vet to Vet Peer Recovery Specialist uh, on to talk a little bit about the veterans and what they're doing for them in the area. And then, of course, Dale and Caleb from Johnson & Johnson Heating and Air were just with us. Uh, but for Marsha Kavalik, I'm Jordan Icewarner. It's been Panhandle Live. We will talk to you tomorrow. Martinsburg and WCST Berkeley Springs. This is the Panhandle News Network, a West Virginia Radio Corporation station.